Let us pray. Now, Father, on this Mother's Day, remind us of the gift of motherhood. Help us to celebrate not just this day, but each and every day. May the words that I speak of God bring you praise and never, never shame. Open our eyes, enlighten our hearts, and give us strength that we might love one another unconditionally. We ask this in your holy name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Our sermon for this blessed morning, the family covenant, the family covenant. If you love music, and most of us do, on the list of Rolling Stone's top 100 singers, you'll find the name Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight sings, it seems like it comes oozes from every pore in her body, just like Brother Parker, she just gives it her all. And, you know, it's just something to listen to her. But like most of us, Gladys Knight has had her demons. Uh, she got addicted to gambling, could have lost everything, could have been wasted, but to her rescue comes her brother Bubba, not with uh, a lot of putting her down, criticism, ridicule, but nothing but love. He came to her rescue, helped her pay off her debts, get counseling and move on to another direction. She was at a crossroads. She needed help. Had she not gotten the help from Bubba, she would not have made it. So when he was asked, you know, I know this is your sister, but you know, you remember she left the group. She went on her own. I mean, she lost her money. She didn't really treat you right. Well, Bubba said, smiled and said, this is my sister. This is my family. We have a covenant and our covenant is not a contract, a legal contract, like when you buy a house, it's a contract. But when you buy a house, you sign the note or you buy a car, but a covenant is a spiritual thing. A covenant is, is a holy thing. We have a covenant among families to love one another, not just our biological kin, but but our extended family, our friends, our fraternity, sorority, sisters and brothers, our, our Mason friends, Masonic friends, our JC friends, whatever organization we belong to, we have a covenant to treat love people and to love them unconditionally. What Jesus says to the disciples, as you love me, show that by loving one another. And what he says, it can't be sentimental love. I, the world is tired of people talking about, I love you, saying I love you, speaking it out, getting emotional and doing nothing to show that love. I'll say to all of us who celebrate Mother's Day, your mother wants more than a biscuit and sausage and gravy. Your mother wants more than peas and corn in the evening, whatever you making for supper or breakfast. It's okay to celebrate your mother on a Mother's Day, but mothers ought to be treated with respect and dignity every day. If you have not called your mother all year, going to take her out to dinner doesn't, doesn't equalize things. If you have not said to your mom, I'm just so glad you are in my life, then a card on Mother's Day does not matter. 
if we're going to truly honor our mothers and our families, we are to honor the covenant to say that each and every day I celebrate life. When I get up in the morning, I celebrate life. When I look over at my spouse, I celebrate life. And I say to the Lord, thank you, Lord, for blessing me with this woman or this man. Thank you for blessing me with these children as hard-headed and as knuckle-headed as they are sometimes. Thank you, Lord, they're my children. He says to them, love one another unconditionally. Love your sister when she has a gambling addiction. Love your sister when she has a drug addiction. Love her anyway. There's so many times we forget the covenant because we are more concerned with status. My sister, one of my sisters who has passed away, beautiful young lady with all the gifts and graces in the world. My mother called me and said she had a slip at the crossroads in her life, said she had turned to drugs. And so when I talk to people about my siblings, I automatically discounted one sister. How many sisters do you have? Well, I got so many sisters, but I never counted this. I never talked about my sister who got addicted to drugs. Didn't call her, didn't, I didn't respond to her. I just, I just brushed her off. And I was a clergy at the time, but the way I treated her is something a way God would not like or appreciate. But God has wonderful timing. My sister tried to commit suicide, and so I lived in the in, in the in the same city that they where they sent her for her suicidal attempts, and no, and, and I was closer than anybody. My mom said, "Well, go check on your sister." Now I got in my car after talking to Cynthia, and I hesitantly went to see my sister. And when I got there, she was sleeping, and I I didn't even look her way. I turned my chair away from her. And at midnight, she woke up and said, look at me. Look, see me. You see me. When I turned around, she said, I never stopped loving you. You can't, you can't, you can't stop loving me. I need you in my life. All the lessons I learned in seminary, all the lessons I've been taught, nothing was a more valuable lesson than being held accountable by my sister who said, your status, your standing in life can't matter more than I do. And I'm not the only person who's done that to family, who's cut them, people aside because they don't match your status or your standing or, 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 or your bourgeois existence. They embarrass you. Life is full of embarrassing moments. We, all, we embarrass ourselves. Life is full of moments where we let ourselves down. But the great gift in life is the gift of family and extended family, people who hold you and hold you up, and people who say to you, no matter what you have done, I'm going to love you. No matter what you are doing, I'm going to love you. I'm not going to like it. I'm going to call it into account. But I love you. We need to know that we're loved and appreciated. We need to love, know, to, know that when we're drunk and in a ditch and we fall in a ditch, somebody's willing to get in that ditch with us. We need to know that when we're going through withdrawal and drug addiction, somebody's willing to hold our hands and say, you are worthy, you are a child of God. You can overcome this. We are in a covenant 
which says that how we treat one another matters. We're in a covenant that says we can't live our lives being critical of folk every day. There are folk who have made it. One of my friends coined a new word for people who have made it and have no memory of what life used to be. She calls it a ribbon. People have a ribbon and they forget where they came from. They forget poverty, they forget the hurting. They just forget. And those of us who have a ribbon, we are so hard and so critical on the homeless, so hard and so critical on the poor, so hard and so critical on criminals and everybody else. We don't know the story. We don't know their journey. We can truly say if they had someone to journey with them, if they had somebody to hold their hand, if they had somebody to say this is wrong, maybe they wouldn't turn out like they did. But even if they do, they still need love. They still need care. They can't be washed out of the system. The Family Covenant says every day we get up thanking God for our ability to love and to love unconditionally. That means that it doesn't matter. I don't love you because of what you say or do to me. I don't love you because you build me up. I don't love you because you give me your stuff. I don't love you because you have left me your inheritance. I love you just because. I love you just because you exist. I love you just because. And because you exist, my life is richer. My life is better because you exist. My life is whole, I'm full and I'm joyful. Friends and family make us joyful. Oh, they get on our nerves. Lord, you're gonna have some friends that get on your last nerve. You have some family members that get on your last nerve. You may have a spouse that will get on your last nerve. Amen. And my wife says, amen. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you will find more joy in what you have received. At the end of the day, the love will far outweigh the other stuff. At the end of the day, if you journey with a person, all of us will one day come to the crossroads. We can go left or right. We can go, we can go where God wants us to go or we can go where evil wants us to go. What the determining factor will be, will be the leading and guidance of the elders, of the friends, of the people who love us. I look at the roll call of the saints, the saintly women, who have gone through centenary and have passed on, the saintly women who are still in centenary, who have led and guided our young people, led and, guide our, led and guided our young husbands and our young spouses to fruition, to become better, to become richer. That's what the family covenant means. That's what it does. It means that no matter how hard I fall, somebody's willing to pick me up. He ain't heavy, he's my brother. He ain't heavy, she ain't heavy, she's my sister. We live in a world that says to us, we are in the family, all in the family, the family of God. When we're shipwrecked, we don't eat each other. You know, there's a, there's a rule on, on the sea that said when you're shipwrecked, you don't throw anybody out. You just gobble them up to stay alive. That's not the Christian rule. Our rule is that we live or we die to together. If one goes, we all end up going, but we don't eat each other. We don't destroy each other. We don't do that. At the end of the day, we rely on God to give us our best, to give us our life, to give us our treasure. And we grow richer in this covenant as we understand 
what the gospel truly means. The gospel is far more than stuff and status. The God, gospel is far more than fame and fortune. The gospel is, is that innate, the gospel is that inten those intangible things that we can't, you can't, you can't calculate. You can't, you can't sum them all up. True friendship, you can't put a price on it. True love and care, a wonderful spouse, you can't put a price on it. Trapping children, you can't put a price tag on it. Who we are and who we shall become matters to God and it matters to the family. The rule of the family is we travel, we journey together. And if we make it together, it's God's will that we have journeyed together. We have struggled together. And we get up in the morning, every morning, thanking God for the covenant, for the family. And we do celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day every day. We celebrate children every day. We celebrate friendship every day by the way we treat one another by the joy we feel and responding to the needs of the world, by the service we do, by the loving care we give to the, to the hopeless and the homeless, the loving care we get, give to those who cannot do for themselves. They need us and more importantly, we need them because when you help somebody, no matter how much help they get, you get far more than what you give. You get to show the world that you're responding because of God's great love, because of the love we can't earn, we can't buy, we can't swap, we can't trade. But it's the love of God that matters. It is the love of God that makes a difference. We are family. And we get up every day saying that we are family. No matter what happens in the family, we are still family. No matter how we are betrayed, we are still family. No matter how somebody hurts us, or steals from us or whatever they do, we are still family. And when the family of God rocks together, you can rock a long time. When the family of God parties together, it is an awesome party. When the family of God loves together, then no hurt, no pain, no evil, no storm in life can impact us because we lift up our heritage and our name to be able to say, I'm a Parker, to be able to say I'm a Hobson, be able to say I'm a mayor, I'm a Jones, I'm a Mauer, to be able to say that, not just lifting up your family, it says that my segment of the kingdom is united with this segment of the kingdom and together, the Milams, the Parkers, the Hobsons, or whoever, together, we will make God's kingdom better. I'll bring my gift, you bring your gift, and together it makes the gift what it needs to be. We are together because we're brothers and sisters who care and love one another. And we know more than anything else, when we get tired and weary, we can hear the echo of the saints that have gone on telling us to keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. A friend of mine got a turtle in the, a, a statue of a turtle, I mean, a, a ceramic turtle in the mail from one of his teachers. And on the top of the shell, it said, don't stop. He was a college student. And he said he put that on his desk. And it, when he got his first job, he put it on his desk. And there were days when Lord have mercy, he wanted to walk away from the job, wanted to just quit. But on the top of that darn turtle, there was that saying, Do, don't stop, don't stop, keep going. 
you know, disturb the tortoise and the turtle, but turtle never stopped. No matter how slow, no matter how tough things got, the turtle kept going. But you know why he kept going? There was another turtle behind him saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. There's a family of turtles that say, keep going, keep going, keep going. When we are tired, there will always be saints to tell us to keep going, keep going, keep going. Do not stop. Billy Holiday, another great singer who had our own demons. Billy Holiday sang a song about lynching. Strange fruit, I think. Strange fruit. They did everything in their power to destroy her because the song was about lynching and it was embarrassing to a country that, that, that bragged about being free and equal. They gave her an ultimatum, stop singing a song and we will destroy your life. And what she ultimately said was, I am a part of the family of God. I don't have the power, I don't have the weapons, I don't have the power, I don't have the might to stand in front of a crowd to keep one of my brothers or sisters from dying and being lynched. But I got the power of my voice. And as long as I can speak out and sing out, as long as I can let the world know that this is strange fruit, as long as I can let the world know that my brothers and sisters are dying, you do what you gotta do to me. Destroy me, destroy everything about me but you cannot have my soul. My soul is guaranteed my soul, no matter what I've done, no matter what addiction I have, no matter what evil I've done, God has my soul. And you world cannot take it. I will have be held accountable by, by my God and so are you. But at the end of the day, I will say to my God, I did my best, Lord, I did my best. So, if you are part of the family of God, can you ultimately say to the Lord, I have done my best. On this wonderful, blessed Mother's Day, the best gift we can give anybody is a legacy of what it means to be family, to honor and appreciate black mothers who have borne the, the burden of the heat of the day Mothers who have had to cradle husbands who have been brutalized and abused at work. Mothers who've had to help children hold up their heads when they've been ridiculed and shunned. Mothers who have turned in a, a teaspoon of flour to 20 biscuits. Mothers who have stood the, through the test of time and, and, and given us hope. Let's celebrate life and what it means to be in the covenant of God and the family of God. Let's move forward from this day, making every day a day of celebration. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, let us pray. Lord, on this beautiful, beautiful day, Mother's Day, help us truly to celebrate, especially women of color. You know the story, oh God. You know what women of color have had to endure. So let us make every day 365 days a year 24 7 a day of celebration a day of more than anything a day of love and unconditional love 
And we would claim you, oh God, as the victor in our victory. And we would say through all things, we can do what we need to do. Now, for those who are on Facebook, we've said Sunday after Sunday that you can just say, Lord, I ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Say, I repent, Lord, come into my life. And it's that easy. You can contact us at Centenera, any church, any church where you see the cross, you can say to the pastor, I have said yes to the Lord, lead and guide and direct me. And they will be honored to do it. We'd be honored to have you, but we will not stop you from, from going where you need to go. And those of us who will be uh, uh, in the, our glory sightings time, you can also have this opportunity. We give thanks for the covenant and the family of God in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen.